0: Rock Station 106.5 The Buzz on the phone this afternoon. Driver of the number four Bush Beer Ford Mustang for Stuart Haas Racing. You know I say this all the time when we have guests, um, but really true in this case. My favorite NASCAR driver, Kevin Harvick. How you doing, man?
1: I'm doing great. Thanks for having me today.
0: Hey, no problem. I'm happy to do it. All right. So uh wound up finishing fourth yesterday. Looked like you were running up front in the middle of the race, and it kind of went away late. Uh, what uh, what sort of went on yesterday? Well, you
1: know we. we we just had some handling issues that we started to fight after stage two and we never really made a lot of ground on them until uh, we got towards the very end of the race. The car was actually uh, a lot better the, the last run of the race, but we just got we just got too far behind uh, when we got caught under uh, the caution there, came out, and a couple guys had stayed out. We got a lap down, had to take the wave around, uh, and just, just kind of got a little bit behind there towards the end. So, everybody did a great job. That was actually uh, my first time ever uh, sitting in the, in the car with all the new rules and, and um, the new package that, that we raced this weekend uh so you know i think um working on it for the first time as a, as a group uh at the track and actually driving the car i think everybody did a great job and and to, to see a ford mustang in, in victory lane and eric taking the pole on the mustang uh, it's been a it's been a great couple of weeks uh for for everybody at ford
0: now how is the new aero package from this weekend
1: uh you know for, for us we just um you know, we just focused on on what we needed to do to make our car go fast and i think as as you look at um the things that, that we were able to do this week i think we adapted to it well and and um you know had a good race with it so um heck i can't remember the last time i've actually watched a race so i'll let you guys be the be the judge of that because that's really what it's all about is is making sure that everybody watching uh is, is enjoying what they're seeing so we'll leave we'll leave the fans to judge that one
0: all right fair enough and seemed fine to me yesterday um so is there a big difference now i know obviously you know these are not uh, stock cars, as in, you know, what you pick up in the dealership, is there a big difference between um, running the Mustang body this year and the Fusion last year? Well,
1: you know, I think as, as you look at the success that we had with the with the Fusion last year, you hate to see it go. Um, but, you know, I think for, for all the fans out there who don't know, um, I mean, that the process of, of putting a, a new race car on the track takes it takes a while, and, and to put the new Mustang on the racetrack this year took almost two years to uh, start planning it To design it, uh, to go through the NASCAR submission process, and you know, I think as as you look at um, putting the Mustang on the track, um, you know, it's really hard to tell, you know, exactly what the Fusion would have been like compared to what the Mustang is like because the rules are just so drastically different, and and the things that you're looking for, you know, from a downforce perspective, and and the things that you do with the car are so much different. So, it's um, obviously been, you know, very competitive over the last two weeks compared to uh, the, the other cars that we're racing. And you know, I think we have a, a lot of room to to work on things and, and make things better as, as we go forward. So I think everybody will. Um, but the, the best thing is now, after, after racing at Atlanta, we at least have a direction. We at least have an idea, a thought that is actually valid uh, in order to... Work on things. It's not a theory anymore. We've actually had them on the track and actually run a race.
0: Talking with NASCAR driver Kevin Harvick this morning. So now, how much of an adjustment is it going from a restrictor plate track at Daytona to Atlanta, as opposed to like uh, you know going from Atlanta to Vegas this week?
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's um, it's less than it used to be. Um, you know, a lot of what we do uh, now is is more similar to um, you know a lot of the things and, and thought processes that you would have on a restrictor plate style track, but Atlanta is kind of its own beast uh, just because the surface is so wore out, there's so many bumps in the racetrack, uh, you have to heavily consider uh, leaning towards the the handling side of of, uh, the downforce settings on your car and and the things that you think about from a setup side. So, you know, I think when we go to Las Vegas this week, there'll be, you know, probably a lot more drafting. um, A little less thought, uh, you know, considering uh, the the handling, but you're still going to have to you're still gonna have to have a good handling car, but you're gonna have to balance that with, with um, you know, having enough speed in it to, to keep up.
0: I gotta ask, just looking down to the future. So um, you got the, you got the. Well, was it the Sprint Cup when you won it, or was it uh, Monster yet? <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was Sprint. Sprint. Sprint
0: Sprint Cup. All right. You've got the Sprint Cup. Uh, You've got a Daytona win. How many more are what's kind of left on the career goals for you? Is it just keep clicking off championships?
1: Honestly, I just like to race every week. I love to be competitive. I love going to uh, the the different racetracks and and just putting that car on the racetrack. And and honestly, you know, for for me, I like I like um, I like where I work. Uh, with with Tony Stewart and, and Gene Haas and the environment that, that they have created, and really the thing that keeps me enthused are the guys that I that I show up to the racetrack with every week. Uh, I feel like we have a lot in common. Uh, we get along well, and and you know, there's nothing there's nothing better than achieving something with a group of people uh, together and and trying to uh, figure out what you need to do, how you need to do things, and do it better than than the guys next to you. So. That's what that's what keeps me going is, is um, really the group of people that I'm around on a, on a week to week basis and, and the goal is is always to uh, be competitive and, and win races and if that results in a, in another championship that would be great but you know the season is so long um, that that every week you want to you want to run up front and have a chance to win. It.
0: Now, uh, you're driving for Bush beer this year. You guys had the car to can uh, promotion during Daytona last week, which I, I thought that was pretty awesome. Any uh, chance of bringing that back in the future again?
1: Well, that's a good question. You know, I think uh, everybody from, from uh, Bush is, is obviously uh, was really happy with, with the way that things went. Um, the first can that they auctioned off uh, went for $6,000. So I think from that point on, every, everybody else that was winning the cans realized that they that they were getting something that was actually worth value. And I and i think um you know seeing all the promotions and everything on on the broadcast and uh, seeing all the enthusiasm you know, from, from twitter and actually it actually uh trended better than the, the the daytona 500 hashtag during the race so the car to can uh, hashtag so you know i think everybody from from bush was uh, pretty ecstatic about that and, and um you never know what they're going to bring up next because when i saw this this whole plan on a piece of paper i'm like you're gonna take my car and you're gonna make it into a beer can I don't think that'll ever happen because it's probably a too expensive and b I don't even know know how you would actually do that. But they did it, um, and you know the, the can still had the decals on them. Uh, they took the carbon fiber and and uh, made the bottom half out of carbon fiber, and, and so it was it was a pretty cool promotion.
0: Well, they just need you to wreck another race car or two. Then is that? Uh... <laughs> Oh, that'll happen. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, we kind of figured. Uh, all right. So now, driving for Bush, you used to drive for Budweiser. You now drive for Bush. How much free beer has been dropped off at your race shop over the years?
1: Oh, uh, they, they they take good care of our guys. So <laughs> you know, anytime there's a there's a race win or the beginning of the season or, or heck, just everybody needs some beer. Um, you know, it'll it'll show up at the shop and and so it's been um, it's been a, a great relationship that started in. 2011 uh, with, with Anheuser-Busch, and, and you know, when you when you talk about the, the beer companies in general, and, and really uh, for me, it obviously started with Budweiser, and, and you really look at the, the Bush relationship that we have now. You know, Bush is, you know, it's a, it's a hardcore NASCAR brand. Uh, they ran their first Daytona 500 in 1979 with, with, with Arbour. Yarbrough, uh, the, the official beer sponsor of, of NASCAR and, and the Pole Award. Um, so it's it's definitely uh, a Bush and, and their brand have been a part of NASCAR racing, so the fans can identify with, with the brand and, and for me it's great too because they like older people. Uh, that's that's their uh, th- those are the people that, that drink Bush beer. So when you see a 35 plus um, that, that you're looking forward to to target, that makes me really happy. So uh, most of the time it's well we need we need the younger demographics and in uh, we got to figure out how to how to figure out how to get in touch with them and I'm like well. I'm out of touch with that one, so uh, that's that's a little bit refreshing as well.
0: Now, Bush obviously not your only sponsor. It's the one thing I'm always impressed by with you and Victory Lane is how you're able to rattle off everybody without looking at the car. Um, how, how do you remember all that?
1: <laughs> well, it becomes second nature after a while, and then, you know I'm fortunate to um, to have had a, a lot of the same sponsors for a long time. You know, as they go up and down in, in the amount of races that they have, or you know the position that they have on the car, but. And you know, when you look at, at Jimmy John's, uh, they've been with me since uh, 2009, uh, Anheuser-Busch and, and, the, and their brands uh, since 2011, uh, Hunt Brothers uh, Pizza, this will be their 10th year, easy go, I think we're going on 8 or 9 years now. So my point is, it's, you know, it's, it's great when you have those brands around for a long time, and, and for a guy like me that they can't remember what he did yesterday, um, it, it kind of just becomes ingrained in your brain uh, to, to remember those things because they've been around so long.
0: All right, any predictions
1: for Vegas this weekend? No, I, you know, I think it's going to be a, a great weekend. I was looking at the weather. It looks like it's going to be mid-60s. And, and obviously, uh, you know, it's a different style of, uh, of, of rules that we have, a little bit different than, than what we had at Atlanta this week. So it sounds like the racing should be intense. And, and you know, it'd be another, another piece in the learning curve for us. So anytime there's a race, we're, we're ready. And, and we're looking forward to the weekend.
0: All right. Kevin Harvick, thanks a lot for taking the time uh, this afternoon, and uh, we'll check in with you later this year.
1: All right. Thanks for having me.
0: And thanks again, Kevin Harvick. Got nonstop rock on the way. Don't forget, all of our interviews archived in the podcast section, Buzz interviews at 1065thebuzz.com.